Whole Being, a podcast on wholeness with Ariane and Maximilian. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Hi, everyone. Welcome. How are you doing today, Ariane? I'm good. I'm good. I'm definitely holding back some monstrous laughter right now. So, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so, so for everyone listening, it's um, it's a very common occurrence that we actually spend a lot of our time when we have a quick pre-recording huddle. We spend it a lot laughing. Um, why exactly that is, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure, but it seems like when we're discussing what we actually want to talk about today if there's anything coming through right in that moment it just seems like there's a lot of laughter that also comes through yeah. <laughs> which a, makes these yeah. pre-recording huddles very very entertaining <laughs> oh my god they're so funny I, I honestly feel that when we get to this point of realization that all of life is incredibly loving we're here to explore it the entire system of life is based on love. We've mentioned this how many times on these podcasts, yeah. you know? And so I think we're coming to a point now where we've really reaffirmed these beliefs for ourselves, yeah. we've really explored it. And now it's just a joy <laughs> for life. Like how can we take things really seriously now because of what we've discovered? How can we, yeah. wh why would we take it so seriously? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and it's certainly not that we don't take life serious enough it's just that we're really starting to come to realize the beautiful balance that we can strike for ourselves to find that sweet spot individually you know i can find that sweet spot in my life on that any given moment and so can you and so can everyone and when we're in that sweet spot it's really beautiful this aspect of just flowing with life and seeing that benevolence being almost reflected back at us in everything that that we that we experience and not just that we see in life and i think that's a big contributor to how we're approaching these episodes and yeah there is a lot of lightness there is a lot of laughter and and it's just really beautiful to experience because <laughs> ariane i don't know about you but for me oftentimes now when we sit down to record a, another episode i feel a little bit like for anyone who's ever ridden a roller coaster, when you're still waiting in line for your turn, <laughs> that's kind of what I feel like when we're starting the episode, because I know I'm going to hop on this roller coaster every episode. And the thing is, I don't know what kind of roller coaster this is. I've never ridden it before yeah. since every episode is so unique and yeah. so different. Yeah, totally. We are really throwing a lot of you know, the way things are done, we're really, we're throwing all of that out and we're really showing up. We don't know what we're going to talk about. And when the theme came up today <laughs> of, hey, let's talk about what happens when you turn that inner light on, what exactly happens to you, to your environment, to those around you, to life in general, what exactly happens? When yeah. that came up, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that feels right. And you said, yeah, that feels right too. And we still don't know what we're going to yeah. talk about we still <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we're recording exactly. we're recording so that um that image of the roller coaster is so appropriate and yeah. th this is why like sh this is why letting go of control everyone not structuring your life down to the freaking t knowing that not everything <laughs> is set in stone 
when you move forwards like this, life is magic. You're opening the door. You're yeah. letting that magic pour in. And that's spontaneity. That's like life delivering the most incredible experiences for you out of pure love and receptivity and willingness to connect with it and incredible things happen. You know, when some people say, hey, you know, my life is boring and why don't these things happen to me? Well, maybe you're not letting it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's you're raising so many beautiful points there. And I just want to point out that today's topic is we chose when you are the light, meaning when you are the light for yourself, but also the external environment around you and how it changes everything. It is exactly that that Ariane was talking about when she said this magic, because it's such an appropriate word to use since magic is always something mysterious, something that we have a very hard time fully grasping with the mind and explaining it. And the word magic just happens to be one of the perfect words that we can use in such a such an instance, because the word magic itself carries that that mysterious nature with it. And it kind of implies that, okay, we're describing something that we don't quite understand. And that's beautiful. That actually makes, makes it so magical. I'm just really excited for this particular topic. And uh, I would actually love, Ariane, <laughs> for maybe you to share how we even came about talking about today's topic, um, if you feel okay with it. It's just beautiful to be able to talk about something such as when you are the light, you know, when you become more and more aware of your own powers, of your own light, of your own energy, of your own infinite love that is within you. And when we then begin to live accordingly, really embracing our wholeness, really embracing our light, our brilliance, our power every single day, and eventually meeting every moment and every person or being we meet in that moment, from that place, it changes everything. And that then life truly becomes what Ariane was saying. It becomes magical, very, very enjoyable to a level that's very different to what we might perceive our lives to be like at this point. Personally, embracing my light, embracing my energy and the infinite love that I have within me, embracing that, it has turned my life into something that I didn't even really ever imagine just because, I don't know, maybe my beliefs were just too limiting beforehand. And now as the beliefs are all fading away, and I'm just going with everything. I'm being shown something that I'm starting to realize I couldn't have fully understood or imagined with a mind alone. I do want to take a second here, Max, and honor that this is episode 30. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm seeing it right now in, my, in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is monumental. This is episode 30. So... 30 episodes in and it literally feels like we just got warmed up <laughs> Yeah, really because really when you think about it 30 is a lot but at the same time it, it isn't we've just we've just begun these explorations so yeah I want to honor both of us in exploring 30 journeys 
and sharing it with wow. the world, sharing it with the world. Wow. It takes so much courage and receptivity. Thank you everybody for following us too over these 30 recordings and we're, we're we 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 can't stop won't stop the, this train this train is going <laughs> we're gonna keep on letting it go or it's gonna keep on going for as long as it's we're called to go so yeah exactly um so that aside so let's go back to this beautiful insight you have max brilliant insight thank you for sharing it it's like as if we have to ask ourselves is this really can this really be heaven on earth can this really be a life experience of pure benevolence? Does life, all aspects of life, everywhere at all times, truly love me and cradle me and support me? Is this really possible? You know, it took me 30 episodes with you diving into the unknown <laughs> to really, to really start to see, I'm going to say a, a glimpse of it. P perhaps we've just gotten a glimpse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, even though mm -hmm. we're so captivated and so deeply moved uh, right down to our, uh, you know, our, our being, our very selves and beyond, like can't even imagine uh, exploring more of these themes, how it would deeply continue to deeply impact us. So it's like as if we need to give ourselves permission to, to ask when we hear the term heaven on earth, it's not just something we're hearing. It's not just a religious term. What if it was actually quite legit? And I feel like you and I have created the terrain to really safely look at that, not just look at that, but feel it. And mm -hmm. it, it feels so freaking right. So, you know, when you were saying before, oh, you know, like, how come I wasn't able to see this before? And it's like, I wasn't able to, and well, it's amazing because we've all been so programmed to think, as we've mentioned so many times before in these podcasts, we've been programmed to think that everything is so fractured all the time. We're fractured. The earth is fractured. Everything is a big fracture, bleeding fracture. <laughs> so <laughs> it just feels like a spiral. It does not feel like there was a beginning and end to this. It's just the spiral. Mm -hmm. and, it, and now it has a life of its own. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it really, the way I see that our podcast nowadays is just a, a vortex that we have created as a collective, the two of us, but also everyone listening, everyone showing interest. And, you know, when you make the commitment to listen to an episode and you spend those 50, 60 or 70 minutes with us, just listening to the ideas and being open towards them, you are you know, every listener is providing their own energy, their own support, their own magic to all of this. And it's it's very beautiful because this that we now see here that we can call this podcast is really a collection of all of our energies together and our curiosity, our creativity that we all share as as human beings. I think it's it's so, so beautiful to see this now episode 30 and knowing that there is infinite potential in terms of where we can take it mm -hmm. you know today's episode is about when you are the light mm -hmm. of course it re refers to every individual human being out there every being out there in fact but it also refers to us collectively it also can refer to this podcast you know this yeah. podcast being its own light and you mentioned something you use the word that I find so incredibly powerful, permission. Mm -hmm. When we give ourselves permission, 
it's so important because when we think about it, we are consciousness. You know, every individual person is consciousness and every individual being contains everything that there is. So we are both the beginning and the end of everything. Mm. We are Kula agrees with the you. universe. <laughs> Kula is agreeing with you right now, Max. Keep on I going. Keep on going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, come on, you got my support. Thank She's, you, Kula. I really appreciate it. That's right, Uncle. You got it. Keep on going. <laughs> <You got this. laughs> I'm so sorry, Max. I apologize on behalf of both of us. Keep on going. Oh, no, it's beautiful. I love hearing her. You know, it's been a few weeks since since I got to see her in person. <laughs> she's actually caught up on the couch and she's put her face right next to the microphone. Oh, I love it. Okay. Okay. So I have Kula's attention, which is very important. Yes. <laughs> so we could, we could now continue this journey. And this aspect of permission, now that I also have the permission from Kula to talk about all of this, um, this aspect of permission is, it's really everything. Because when we, we have all of this potential and, you know, this whole aspect of being whole and embracing your wholeness really means that we are allowing ourselves, we're giving ourselves permission to now finally accept our truth accept our nature that we have all the power in other words we're giving ourselves permission to finally see the light within us and i find you know this is what today's episode is all about when you are the light in other words when you get begin to give yourself permission to see that light within you because the thing with the light is with this energy with this infinite potential that we carry, that every one of us carries within us, it's always there. It's there for people who don't give themselves permission to see it. And it's also in people who give themselves permission to see it. So your nature doesn't change. Your infinite potential to be love and only love doesn't change with your sets of beliefs and your attitudes. But what does change is the fact or is the question, are you allowing yourself to see everything that you are or are you restricting yourself to an image of yourself that is maybe only based on your physical appearance or only based on the way you feel inside? But it's really about this holistic aspect, the wholeness of you. When we give ourselves permission to finally see ourselves and experience ourselves as all of that, that's when we really start to remember that we are that light. And with that light, we can walk through life and we can be that beacon of light for ourselves as well as other people, potentially those that are close to us. Because when they see us embracing our true nature, and just living free, like truly free and from a place of love, no matter what life throws at us, it's impossible that other people wouldn't pick up on it. When we see, when we are in the close proximity or in the presence of people who really embrace their wholeness, embrace their light, 
these people around them will notice. And I'm sure that most people, or maybe everyone that's listening, and I'm I'm sure that it also applies to both of us, Ariane. I think we all have memories of being around people where maybe we didn't really know what we were so attracted by or what we thought was so fascinating about this person, but we still knew that there was something very special about that person. And I'm sure that if we were to analyze it, it would have something to do with this aspect of this person having the courage and having the trust to embrace their light and give themselves permission to be that that being of infinite love and infinite light. I wanted to thank you for sharing what you said there. I was really listening to every word and the picture you were painting was resonating so deeply with me and I felt deep comfort, familiarity, relief. There was so much that I was feeling from what you were just saying there. Anybody who speaks about this innate self, this innate light that we all are, light, consciousness, source energy, whatever terminology you want to use, it unites us all at our, to our very fundamental core. And mm -hmm. it's so important to speak from that place because we forget so often about it. It is powerful, everyone. You know, you asked me, Max, to share my story. And I'm, I will share this story because it's actually quite comical. It's actually very funny and it really demonstrates. <laughs> yeah, as you, you and I were laughing so hard before this call. It really demonstrates <laughs> the degree of what happens when you turn on your inner light. When you say, yes, I am pure source energy. I'm an extension of the universe, the divine of God, again, whatever you want to use. And I'm embodiment of it here. When I turn that light switch on, things happen around me. I'm this beacon of light. I shine light on all. Therefore, I'm picking up, uplifting everyone and everything around me. And I'm also shining light on what's in the shadow around mm -hmm. me and within me. I've moved many times since I moved to Vancouver Island almost six years ago. And everywhere I've moved, it's been the same thing. It's been me moving into a new home with roommates. And it's always been a detox <laughs> everywhere, everywhere I go. It's like, okay, everyone, let's get together and clean out the house and clean it out regularly. Okay, let's clean out the garage and give all the belongings to the last 23 roommates who just left their things and thought it was okay to leave it in the garage and not clean their <laughs> things and leave it to the other roommates who moved in and that don't belong to them, but they thought it was okay to leave it with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. like literally that happened there's literally a home where I walked into the storage and there was like probably close to a dozen old belongings from like a dozen old roommates type of thing that didn't even live there anymore so it was like okay full on clearing full on cleansing you know what I mean like um you know that's me actively cleansing but I'll give you an example of <laughs> of it literally just happening so for example, in where I'm currently living, my partner and I, we provide private sessions to people. My partner, he works with fascia. I do my own private sessions. And there's an extended community here on the farmland that we're on. And we've been offering services to these people, in particular to the landowner. And of course, as we offer these sessions, 
People are deepening their relationship with themselves. People are expanding their light. People are recognizing that they're light and they're growing more in that. So what happens, Max, when that happens, <laughs> right? That the, the shadow comes to the surface. So ironically, it's not ironically, I'm going to cancel that. There's no, no irony in this. There's humor in this. There's definitely humor. <laughs> the humor in this is, <laughs> um, I would say close to, God, it's probably three weeks ago, even when you were here, Max, almost three weeks ago, um, the bathroom was not working. So our bathroom just kind of stopped working, the toilet in particular. We didn't know what the source was. It was not that it was blocked. It was not that it it was broken. The toilet itself was fine. We just literally could not find where the septic tank was on the property. It was just all these big question marks. You know, okay, the toilet's fine. It must be the septic. We don't know where the septic is. We finally, after a couple of weeks, we finally found someone who located it. And when they brought, when they dug it out, it was broken. It was broken. It had holes in it. It was actually leaking. It was completely filled to the brim and it needed to be, needs to be literally taken out and completely never used again. It's like had its day. It's broken. It's done. It's leaking. It's like oozing. It's like not a good <laughs> situation. So uh, we had that conversation, you know, with the owner where we were, and we all knew it. We all knew that this was such a spectacular discovery. This discovery of having something literally so dark and dank and stank <laughs> and like <laughs> unknown that's literally been oozing literally under the ground we're walking under and nobody knew, mm -hmm. nobody knew it was there. This is exactly what we have within us. Yeah. These parts of us that are literally oozing with shadow, with pain with fear and we're, we don't consciously know that they're there until we start to grow, expand. It's not even growing our light. It's feeling and seeing our light. And then it, it instantly expands from there. Mm -hmm. So it was such a beautiful metaphor for this woman, her land and her extended community on the land. Everybody taking a step forwards or, or better yet inwards to really step into their wholeness to really expand their light and look in the process a shit tank comes up that's been leaking for the last <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like how many years god knows like it's very symbolic it's a beautiful metaphor and uh stefan and i we were so, we were celebrating we were like yes this is amazing this is great like let's get this out of our space you know, mm -hmm. let's, let's take this out. Let's bring in fresh earth. Let's make the earth rich again. And let's continue walking on this path where we're expanding our light, where we're able to look at these really icky, awful things and not get angry or punish ourselves or get really frustrated to be like, no, this is something to celebrate. Let's move forwards. Let's have mm -hmm. the courage to continue moving on. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful in that regard. Because it's really this aspect, as you were saying, embracing your wholeness. And by embracing our wholeness, these things can finally come to, to the light, to the surface, because we're now embracing everything that we are. And the other thing that I find so beautiful about this story is it shows that when we uncover 
these shadow aspects and we're not scared to face them and our intention is to clear them to make them become part of our clean pure wholeness that we there's always people that can help it it really seems like the community is able to come together through such an opportunity and i find this to be so so important because this can also then be the case with one person who like for me for instance when i began to embrace even just the fact that i felt like okay there is something that i need to address in my life i don't quite know what that is yet and where it is but as soon as we start to realize okay there is something people around you will wake will wake up to it and they go oh this person is willing to to face something that is potentially quite scary for them and big and life changing people step up that's the beauty that's the beauty of being part of this human collective around the world you know it's not we're not separated by by these human borders we we have a community that is always there and always has been there and at times it does seem like we're bumping heads like different ethnicities dif different sexes and so forth but in the end <laughs> quite literally when shit hits the fan people step up and it's such an important thing to realize especially for anyone listening who might have this feeling that when they start to explore their shadow side there is this sense of guilt that comes with it this sense of i'm ashamed for having this this dark side for having uh, a septic tank full of shit that's leaking to put things in in rather harsh terms right now but none of that matters because you have you will always have a community there's always people that we can reach out to and people that will just automatically step up to be there and support and i think that is so important um especially when i think back to my 20s i felt so ashamed and i felt like something was seriously wrong with me when i was experiencing all of this bodily pain and all i wanted to do was isolate myself but when i began to face all of these things I noticed how people would notice me stepping up and then they would step up for me too and they would be there they would willingly say without me even asking hey I I can sense you're going through something if you need any form of support just know that I'm here and that is incredible because that means you know when we go bring this back to today's topic when when you are the light when you step up to be the light in your own life others around you will do it too because they start to see your light and they go damn i want that too i don't just want to live in the dark and it can have an incredibly beautiful and powerful collective consequence for all of us absolutely brilliant wow i feel like i'm just like applauding you energetically holographically <laughs> <laughs> getting like applauded. I can see right your now. claps over here. <laughs> the, hol the hologram of them. <laughs> the holographic clap. <laughs> the holographic clap. I love it. 
That's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're addressing so many important points here. And what I want to say, what's coming up is nobody wants to, to dwell in their shadows. Nobody wants that. Mm. And then that being said, people don't know how to address it. And that's why having someone else can often be so life-changing. All the other person has to do is just provide a safe space. They don't have to have master's degrees and PhDs and like third yeah. degree of shamanism and like, you know, like, <laughs> they don't have to like, you know, really like literally just being in someone's space where they are listening to you, being very present with you in a space of love. Oh my God, like that is enough for you to feel mm-hmm. this, this heaviness and the pain and the sorrow, you know what I mean? And let's put an image in our minds now. Your hand is on a door. You walk through the door and you walk into a room that's totally illuminated with light. You can look around and see what? You can see everything in the room, no problem. You know what's in the room. You know the contents of the room, you know it. You can connect with it, you can see it, you know it. Okay, so you walk out of that room and now you're walking into another room and it's pitch black. It's pure shadow. It's dark. You can't see anything. You do not know what is in the room. You can't connect with anything. You're suspended. You're lost. You don't know. It's all a big question mark. So now you take a flashlight and you turn on the light. You flick on the light. (laughs) One little light illuminates the whole freaking room it could be a match a match can illuminate the room that's how powerful the light is here everyone you know let's Mm -hmm. let's remember that because we have also been taught and programmed that shadow is so almighty and powerful and has these these horrible grips on us and we're a victim to it this is not true this is not true everyone Look at this example we just gave with the rooms. Like one little light can instantly disperse shadow and you can see. And once you know what's in the room, once you see what's in the room, you're able to what? You're able to ground. You're able to have clarity. You're able to have connection with the room and whatever is in there. So Mm -hmm. this is exactly what we're doing with ourselves. We are permitting the light to be turned on within. We bring the light to these parts of us through our consciousness, through our awareness, by bringing our attention there. And as you like to say, Max, by feeling it, right? That's a beautiful engagement to have by feeling it. Yeah, it's, the, it's an amazing visual that you're, you're allowing us to have in our minds because darkness, it is a very physical experience for us at least at first you know especially thinking back to someone's childhood it might be very natural to be scared of the dark especially i think one of the easiest things for all of us to do is think about think about our childhood room and during the day it might be our favorite place you know we have beautiful colors painted on the walls, maybe even some images painted on the walls. We have our toys laying around. We maybe have the bed that we really like, whether it's like a race car or the bed is just a fluffy one that we really like to spend time in. So we have this beautiful room and during the day, it it might be our happy place. But 
when night falls and the lights are out, it might also be the scariest place out there. Mm. Even though nothing has really changed except for now there, where there was light, there is now a lack of light. But the nature is still the same. And I find we can kind of transfer that over to our own being. There is always going to be things that will be hidden within our shadow self. And that's beautiful, too, because, you know, that the shadow side is as much part of our wholeness as as all those aspects that that are within the light. But at the same time, just as Ariane was pointing out, we can bring light to all of that shadow of ours. And even if it's just temporarily, it's beautiful no matter what. And it's very important that we really see it that way. And even like speaking about being the light, it can go so much further. It can even just be illuminating the fact that the darkness of us, those dark areas of us, they're nothing that we need to fear. They're nothing that we need to necessarily change about ourselves other than just becoming aware of them and acknowledge them as being part of, of us and not being scared away from them and trying to separate ourselves from that aspect. Because that's oftentimes where we see a split in our being is when we only want to acknowledge the good things about ourselves and none of the so-called bad things in quotation marks. Mm -hmm. And I find that in itself is also part of, of today's topic, when you are the light, which also means that in order to be the light, we also need to be all of those aspects that are currently lacking the light. Because just a lack of something doesn't mean it's separate. It just means that it's currently lacking the light. But at the same time, this lack of light means it still has the same potential to be the light as everything else. And I find that in itself also very beautiful because when we then trans transfer this aspect of light into love, then even the things that we perceive to be negative or that we perceive to be fear or hate, at the same time, we could also just look at them as currently lacking love where in other words, having the potential to express love, but at this point, not expressing love. It really allows us to see everything quite literally in a different light, that we can even then look at things where other people might go, oh, this is pretty scary, or this is very negative and dark, and it's just full of hate or fear. Another person who is already in their light has already stepped into their light, they might go and stand in front of it and go, actually, this is currently just lacking light or it's, it's lacking some love. And by saying that, by just rephrasing or using a different approach to the same thing already brings light to it. And it then helps everyone else to go, oh, this is so interesting. You know, I looked at it and said, it's dark and negative, but this person just steps up and looks at it as 
it's not dark, it's just lacking light right now. In other words, it still has the same potential and it can be up to me to induce the light, to illuminate it with my presence. Absolutely beautiful. I'm reminded of something I've often heard and I even fell into this dialogue where I would say that's not a part of me. That really heavy, scary, dark stuff, the desire to, the, the feeling of jealousy, the feeling of envy, the feeling of wanting to grasp, the feeling of wanting to push away, the feeling of, of anger, that's not a part of me. And I've heard so many people say this as well. And it's precisely mm-hmm. that dialogue that keeps that part of you and us in the shadows. It's precisely yeah. that. Yeah. I've said this a few times before, and I'm going to say it again. Why would we want to come here and push parts away? This is us. Why wouldn't we want to hold all of it? And you might say, because it's a stinking septic tank of shit with cracks in it. And it's sinking. (laughs) (laughs) Is it really shit? I mean, yes, there's shit in the septic tank on the land here. Yes, that, that, yes. (laughs) But is (laughs) that aside, what we have within us There is no shit in us, everyone. There is no shit in us. The the pain you feel, the darkness you feel, the sadness you feel is pain and fear. And the fact that we call it heavy shit, you know, how many times have you said that? I've said that so many times. I've said that, oh, that person's carrying some heavy shit. Look, you can feel it from here. (laughs) Oh, I'm carrying such heavy shit today. I'm feeling so bad. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like we, we use it like we all use it it's something in our culture especially I find you know you hear it all the time in movies you hear it a lot on like sitcoms and stuff it's like something we have embellished but what yeah. are we saying about ourselves we're saying that there's yeah. parts of us that are shit wait a sec it's not shit like I've caught myself a few times I'm part of I'm part of many groups online right now different types of support groups and you know learning groups and stuff like that One of them has to do with finances and we're a group together and we're growing, we're learning about abundance and embodying it and so forth. And I was talking to one of my really good friends on the call and I was like, yeah, this is in this group. It's incredible. Like people's people's shit really comes up. And I caught myself right away and I said, cancel people's pain and fear really comes up (laughs) (laughs) in this group. I caught myself and my friend saw it and she also she got it. She was like, oh yeah, that was like a really good cancel. That was a really good Mm. call because now if I'm seeing that in myself, that parts of me are shit, I'm going to see it in other people and I'm going to treat it that way. It's like what we talked about in our last podcast. I loved our last podcast. I seriously, it's one of my most favorite (laughs) ones. Everybody, if you have not listened to it yet, it's called Befriending the Mind. You got to go check it out. It was full of laughter. It was so (laughs) damn good. Oh my God, it was amazing. So we we talk about the mind. If you keep on seeing it as a monkey, it will be a monkey. But if you see the mind as a very integral friend, equally as important as your body and your spirit, that's what it will be. It's the same thing with our pain and fear, everyone. Yes, it is a part of you. And no, it isn't heavy shit. It is just as important as all the other parts of you all of them, all of your integrity. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine putting all your fear and pain, having the same equal seat at the table as your integrity and your love and and your purity? Like, 
Like, amazing. Yeah. Like, let's do that for a sec here. So I'm doing it and everything is shifting. Do you, do you feel like <laughs> yeah? <laughs> there's a palpable shift? I've never done this before. So I'm doing it now with all of you. And in the energetic sphere, whatever you want to call it, Ooh, in the wow. unseen world, there's something really, there is a very palpable shift happening. And I feel I'm getting an image of, of a balance. There's, there's a, a deep, profound balance that's happening yeah. within me. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing experience because for me, I'm just picturing, as you were saying, everyone has an equal share at the table. I literally am just envisioning a dinner party and all of my emotions are there, including fear, including sadness, grief, joy, happiness, and all, all of them. They're all sitting there and everyone is having an equal share at the table, as you were saying. So everyone's communicating with everyone and people are just having a blast. There are jokes being thrown around. Everyone's smiling. It's an open discussion. It's beautiful. I also wanted to mention something about this whole aspect of, of shit. I mean, what's an old classic term for shit? Manure. Mm -hmm. And what is that? It's fertilizer. Mm. It literally allows for the circle of life to continue and for the new to grow. Wow. It's literally grounds for personal growth. Whoa. So the word shit for everyone listening who isn't who isn't too familiar with me, I'm originally from Europe and part of European culture pretty much across the continent is we do like to swear. <laughs> <laughs> So, and I, I actually appreciate swearing and this might sound a little controversial, but I love it because of the energetic release that can occur when we sometimes use a swear word rather than trying to filter ourselves too much because mm -hmm. that energy needs to go out. And mm -hmm. for swearing, for me, it's not about swearing at other people because now you're targeting your energy at someone else and that's not exactly fair mm. but if you just swear out into the open go nuts with it and this aspect of shit for me it's all about one releasing energy that otherwise might just build up within you and two it really is the universal fertilizer you know before mm. we created all of these chemical cocktails that are killing our crop and our soils nowadays we would just use all bunch of shit and you can go to developing countries. They actually use their own shit from their outhouses and use it as fertilizer on some of their fields. So there is nothing bad about shit per se. Mm. In fact, it can actually be a catalyst for growth. And if we transfer this aspect of shit and look at it from this aspect of you know, it can represent our fears and our internal shadows. It's amazing because it is within the darkness of our being where we grow the most. You know, it's this aspect of the lotus flower that needs to first germinate at the bottom of this dark, muddy pond before it can grow above the water surface into this magnificent, beautiful lotus flower this phrase no mud no lotus mm -hmm. like we need shit we need darkness we need our shadow side 
to grow because that's what nature shows us too. In order for a seed to germinate, we don't necessarily, we don't often put a seed in the open sun and just leave it out there unprotected in the light to grow. It's interesting, seeds first, usually at least, need the darkness, the dampness, that that we would call the darkness or the shadow side or even down in the shit. I mean, considering how much stuff grows out of horse shit. I grew up at my mom's animal clinic and there's always been horses. And I was so amazed as a kid by how many beautiful things grow out of a pile of horse shit. <laughs> and I know this podcast might be going a little bit in too much into the direction of shit, so I'm going to stop here. But <laughs> I think it brings my point across that these dark sides of us, these mm. shadow sides of us, those things that we that we kind of try to avoid about ourselves, just like we try to avoid stepping into dog shit, those are the things where we grow. Those are the things where we usually see the biggest exponential growth. And I can say this just by looking at the experiences that I have with my clients. People don't grow from the place of, I'm already so joyful, I'm already so happy, and there is nothing wrong in my life. That's not where we see a lot of personal growth. And Ariane, you might have a similar experience in your practice or a completely different one. But for me, I've really come to, to realize even looking at my own life, where I grew the most and where I see my clients grow the most is from these places of darkness, from these places of that's if I go there, I'm scared because I consider it to be negative or I consider it to be an aspect of myself that I don't want to have as part of me. But it is exactly those areas where we grow, where we grow into this beautiful lotus. Yeah, I'm going to add an, an image to run everything you're saying home. Okay, so let's add an image here. You are a house. Your consciousness, your being, you, you are a house. There's many rooms in this house. Why on earth, everyone, why on earth would you only know and live in some of the rooms and keep other rooms totally dark? And totally mm -hmm. in the darkness. You have no idea what's happening in three rooms of that house. You don't walk in there. You don't even put your hand on the doorknob. You just leave it in the dark. But you utilize the other rooms. The light is on in the other rooms. You can see perfectly clear. You know exactly what's happening and you're living in it. Let's just look at this metaphor. Look at how much space is wasted. Yeah. How much space is not being utilized? You might say, I don't want to walk through that door because it's going to scare me. Okay, so you're going to choose not to walk into that room because it scares you. And as a result, it's going to cost you feeling fear in the rest of your home, feeling this uncertainty and this probably agitation in the rest of your home because you're literally turning your eye and your being away 
from three integral rooms in your home. So you're literally, you're taking that energy with you everywhere, no matter what, even if you're in a fully lit room and you might feel like it's fine, you're still carrying that unknown and that heaviness with you everywhere. What if you walked into one of those rooms? It might be dark and scary, but what if you had a light with you? Even if you're, you're a little shaky and you turned on a light and the chances of this happening are very likely You'll look in the room, see what's there, and it's probably not going to be nearly as scary as you thought, like a, a fraction <laughs> <laughs> of what your fear response was creating within you. It'll be most likely a fraction. And you might say, yeah, but what if there's dead bodies? <laughs> what if there's like a really big monster? What part of you is saying that? Is that your light, your heart? saying that. Let's stand outside that door together, everyone. One of the doors to a room that is dark and has been closed for a very long time and you have no freaking idea what's in that room. Let's stand outside this door and let's take a breath and let's feel our hearts here. We're being a light outside the door. We're turning our light switch on we're remembering that we're conscious, we're whole, we're this divine embodiment of light. We're remembering it outside the door right now. What does this say, this light and this heart of yours? Does it say that there is a monster of dead bodies on the other side of the room? Even if it did, how, even if you believe this, how does your heart and this consciousness respond? I don't know about you, but I'm deeply pacified right now. I feel mm -hmm. very safe. I feel very calm, receptive, peaceful. There is a little thing in my heart that's a little perhaps anxious or, you know, anticipating. But the whole of me is deeply present, aware, and willing. So imagine if we walked through that door into that room in this state. Imagine if we walked into every room in this state. It will diffuse the shadow instantly. Shadow cannot exist. It can't. It has, it's, it must be some kind of law, like universal law out there, <laughs> because it happens every single time. The moment you bring light to shadow, it immediately, immediately diffuses. So that goes to show me that shadow is a fraction of power, has a fraction of the power that light has, a fraction of the brilliance that light has mm -hmm. it's beautiful those are the pieces that i find we all need to hear from time to time because as human beings part of our human condition is this aspect of forgetting and remembering this beautiful cycle you know just like all these many many cycles within life Forgetting and remembering is such a cycle too. So then hearing this inspiration that allows us to remember. And I'm sure that everyone taking their time and holding that space for themselves, just doing what Ariane was describing there, it allows us to remember. And not only remember with the mind, but also remember with the heart or you could argue, remember with our soul, remembering that feeling and allowing ourselves to just experience that feeling of safety that comes with us visualizing ourselves as the light. 
and not only as the light but also the love and for me love is really is really everything when i'm faced with a a situation where i know you know for instance as soon as i cross this threshold as soon as i turn or turn the corner i'm going to be faced with something that that will require all of my my conscious attention and will require a lot from me then what i do nowadays is i ensure that i come from a place of love that i approach all of this from a place of love that i remember first and foremost that i am love before i step into anything that could easily make me forget because I, i i truly believe that oftentimes when we're faced with situations that are you know for instance traumatizing or just overwhelming they easily can make us forget about our true nature forget about our light for the time being and then we really do feel that darkness and that darkness can almost come crashing over us like waves crashing over us and then all of a sudden we're now engulfed in darkness and even less likely to remember that we are the light and that in fact we brought the light but when we know we're about to step into a situation where darkness can easily come crashing over us like waves then just checking in with ourselves first before we do anything and just remember that we are the light that we are that infinity of love and then approaching the other person and then stepping across that threshold or around the corner and face whatever needs to be faced i invite everyone to just give that a try if you feel called to and if you have the chance to because it changes things very dramatically because in that moment when you first remember that you are that light that you are that love it is exactly what this podcast is all about today when you are the light dot 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 what happens then how does any situation in your life be different how does every outcome will be different to what you what you would have otherwise experienced if if you didn't step into your life first and that in itself can be such an easy handy tool for all of us to strive to remember you know of course we will forget and of course there will be situations where we feel overwhelmed by all the darkness by all our shadow sides for instance but at least now we have that awareness that we can remember again and again and again and we also know that it can take as little as just remembering that you are the light of just remembering that you are love and that you can approach everything with love and from that place of love and just see just be surprised of how every situation all of a sudden changes yeah that's a beautiful way to conclude this episode episode number 30 <laughs> yeah kula agrees she just made a couple of grumbles there <laughs> thank you kula <laughs> thank you kula yeah um this is a perfect place to conclude 
And uh, I'm really looking forward to the next episode as well. We, we already know what we're going to do in the next episode. So thank you so much for everything you've shared, Max. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much for the beautiful imagery that you've been sharing. I, I have to admit that I really appreciate how many pictures you allow us to, to create in our minds because Pictures are such an important part of helping us understand and also just helping us experience aspects of our lives that otherwise might be more so in the shadows. So, Ariane, thank you for really shining light on, on these aspects. And for everyone out there, thank you for, their, for your courage. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.